You're listening to the Barn Restaurant Podcast, where hospitality lovers come to listen and learn with expert David DiLorenzo. Now here's your host, the DLO. All right, here we are, another episode of the Bar and Restaurant Podcast. You don't have to look at the camera, you can look at me. Um, <laughs> anyways, I'm really excited because I have Chula Seafood here today, which is uh, dear to my heart for sure. I love eating there, and I love seeing you guys every time I come in. And I've got all three. I mean, this is very cool. I've got Mandy, I've got John, and I've got Hogan. So I'm excited to have you guys. Welcome. We're excited to be here, yeah. Yay. Thank you. Let's, um, let's talk about how the – well – the very beginning, like, how did you guys all hook up? You know, what what started this business? You know, uh, well, I'll start. Um, we kind of had John and I were kind of in a, I don't know, not a loving job space uh, in our personal lives, and I had this epiphany one day. Uh, John's dad has been in the commercial fishing industry for quite some time, um, and we just, I'm from Seattle, so. Like, hey, why are we not bringing this amazing fish that we have access to, to the desert, and not just to the desert, but to the retail consumer? So to have access to all of the fresh seafood, high-quality seafood for, you know, not just hotels and grocery stores, but all of the people. Uh, And then um, from that, we started a little market, the Vincent's on uh, 40th market on Saturdays, and then... We got into a couple um, wholesale accounts, and then uh, it just kind of took off from there. And so from the very beginning, um, how did you two actually originally meet? Uh, Mandy and I, uh, we both went to ASU. Okay. I'm seven years older than her, so I met her her last year. Cool. Convinced her to stay. Um, that's how we met up. And Hogan and I uh, met each other in fifth grade. Fifth grade. Yeah, we've been very good friends since I, I probably became really good friends in like eighth grade. Eighth grade, yeah. high school years. So you two were married before you were married. Yeah. Well, yeah, right? we know, we yeah. Know, we know a lot about each other. And we have a really good group of friends, like probably about eight guys are still really tight. That's great. Yeah. And you guys are, are definitely all about relationships. And, and, and you can see that even in the local community about how much people love you. And Yeah, I think people is why we do this. Yeah. You know, that's the reason we get up every morning is. The people that work for us, the people we get to service every day, it's really is what drives us. Yeah. It's definitely what drives me every morning. For sure. And, and, and Hogan, where did you work at before? You know, I spent uh, I spent about 10, 12 years with Fox Restaurant Concepts. Okay. Um, at all, probably five or six different concepts. But I spent the last six years growing true food. Um, so did some true food openings here, ran a couple of stores here locally. And then, yeah. Opened in Dallas and Houston and Virginia and Atlanta. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I came back here and he got in my ear one day. And uh, I think it took us about a year before I committed to like really commit. Did you think he was crazy? Uh, Did you think yeah. they're both crazy? Oh, yeah. I told him all the time. <laughs> right? I mean, I still tell him he's crazy. But, uh, you got to be yeah, a little I was bit. like, you know, I don't know about bringing fresh fish to the desert if it's really worth our time <laughs> and effort. Um, but we just kept talking about it. Yeah. We just didn't let it die. And I got to the point where I had kind of felt like I had done everything I could do with Fox. Okay. And, you know, to me, I look at it as 12 years of university. Yeah. I just learned everything I could. I spent as much time studying how they did things, the processes and uh, the systems. Um, and it was time to kind of put that to work. What a so, great university so, to go to. Oh, yeah. I yeah. Mean, getting paid to, to learn and, you know, travel and see different things and, you know, get it put into positions where you can make good decisions and 
and see how it affects business. Yeah. Um, it was, it was great. When you, when you look at all the other markets that you were in, is, is Arizona still kind of your top notch? Do you, yeah, do you love I, it? I love Arizona and I moved out. I, I lived on the East coast. I worked for Kenton hotels for a while on the okay. East coast. And, uh, I found that, uh, every time I moved away, I wanted to come back to Arizona. Yeah. And the last time when I, I lived in Dallas, my wife and I lived there for about a year and it was like, you know what? We figured it out. We want to be in Arizona. That's great. And it was because of the people, you know, it's really, it's not where you go. Yeah. Like who you're surrounded by. Yeah, for and sure. What we missed most was who we were surrounded by. Yeah. Two Sun Devils. I'm a Sun Devil as well. And yeah, no, Sun Devil. Yeah. Oh, you're U of A. Okay, so my son's going Three to U of A. Sun Devils. I'm the smart one. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, they had to go where they had to go. <laughs> <laughs> not their fault. We, oh, we knew that bringing Hogan on was the next step to uh, yeah. taking us further into the restaurant world. Um, I have restaurant background, and John's background was sales, so he kind of took on the wholesale side of it. Um, I was, you know, I I had our, our son um, two months before we opened our first restaurant. Wow. So it was just a lot going on all at once. Um, and I handled most of the back end, you know, behind the scenes type of work Well. These guys got everything else up and running. And through that, um, we attracted um, some phenomenal talent. That's when we brought Juan on. Right. Um, he hi We hired him as a $12 an hour fish cutter. We were like, you are way overqualified yeah, for called, this. He called us, <laughs> I said, hey, do you know anybody that's like looking for this type of job? He says, I'll do it. I said, Juan, this is not, this is not your no. Well, he wanted to go back doing. to school. He was like, I'm getting out of the restaurant yeah. industry. I just want 20 hours a week. And I'm going back to school. Yeah. And then 20 hours turned into 30 hours, turned into 40, turned into 50 sometimes. That paid off for everybody. Well, yeah. He, he, he loved it. Yeah, he's, and we loved yeah. it. Um, and he, he really helped elevate us to another level because he took our food, which something I was working on, and I'm not a chef. Right. I can cook, but I'm not a chef, and there's a big difference. Yeah. And he took our cooking into the chef's world and really – it to the next level, um, which has helped us uh, really grow uh, at the level. We it will grow beyond at. being a wholesaler or at a farmer's market yeah. and having a, a restaurant that people are craving. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even with the opening of Uptown, you know, and bringing on Kyle, Kent, and, you know, Jade, um, the food's so elevated. Like her and I were looking at a picture of Shirazi plate or the sashimi plate they served you the other day. And yeah. I, was like, I looked at it, I was like, I can't believe that's my restaurant. Yeah. I mean, the, the level of food that's coming out of they're, both spots. They're culinary geniuses. They do, they make magic with our fish and it's, you know, they're, they're part of the full package. We couldn't do what we do without them. And, yeah, they're, they're um, so lucky to work with them. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, yeah, and it's funny, as you made that comment, I'm thinking, I look at a picture of my wife and I'm like, I can't believe that's my wife. You know, it's <laughs> like, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, um, Getting into employees, and I mean, you three are a family within yourself, but even extending that out, you know, whenever I walk into a location and I see the same people there week after week, month after month, year after year, I mean, how important is the whole uh, family unit of what you guys have created? Well, they are a family. Like, I, yeah. You know, I they're chula. Yeah. You, I mean, if you ask us, they're chula. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. They, they're, they're, you know, Absolutely. they talk about us and our success and, you know, everybody brings that up, but. We have no success without them. Well, we know, it's not what we do every day that, that makes that thing tick. I'll right. That much. Right. It's them coming in and really believing in what we want to do. Yeah. And that was something that was important to us, finding the people that really believed in what we were trying to accomplish, which was 
we wanted to bring seafood to the desert, but we wanted to do it in a way that nobody had ever seen before. And we wanted to push the limits of what was possible. Yep. And that's not made for everybody. No, <laughs> you know? no, it's and a lot of work. You have to find the right people who are willing to sacrifice yeah. for the greater good. And that's why we call it the fish fam, because you know, yeah. you do, you've got to sacrifice for your family. And we sacrifice for them, well. and they sacrifice for us, yeah. and it, it really has built a symbiotic relationship. Well, well the fish fam is not just the, the fam that works there. It's it's the multitudes of people that yeah. come in day um, in and day out. I mean, I, I'd be surprised yeah, if there's not chula tattoos, you know, on <laughs> people at this point. You know, the community the community has been such a, like... Thinking about it. We made it, we got a ways to go. Yeah, no, the community has been, you know, there for us the entire time, you know, that's what... Know from like I said, where we started at the market to now, uh, we couldn't do this without the collective of yeah. everybody, um, the purveyors, the producers, everybody, just all of the local local people helping us and, um, and the passion had, behind it. You know, we had a, a, a employee appreciation night last night. We were talking this morning. Now, like we couldn't believe how lucky we were to work with all those people. We're talking just like an hour ago when we yeah. were in the office. We're like. Talking about how great yeah. it was last night. You like hanging out with them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. It's mean, so cool to watch them have, like, fun and let loose. We closed yeah. our restaurants uh, early yesterday to mm-hmm. celebrate them and, you Perfect. know, give them appreciation. And uh, that's all it was about. There was nothing else to it. Just letting them know. Especially after a crazy year last year, yeah, right? I mean, it's just something that everybody yeah. hates. That's it how they We never so closed. Hard. Yeah. No, I know yeah. you didn't. We're very lucky yeah. we never closed and we didn't lose any employees. That, you know, without it wasn't normal turnover. But, I mean. Right. It was pretty. It was pretty. It was. A, it was a long year, but it was, yeah. it was an awesome year. It's all. It's all coming yeah. back. Yeah. Um, let, let's talk about. Let's talk about San Diego and and what goes on over there to kind of give people a, a picture in their in their head as they're watching this. What's the very beginning of like how this process happens? You know, the fishing for the fish Absolutely. and the boat and so. So in the beginning, we were buying mainly local fish from San Diego. We still are as much as possible, but we've had to expand because of our wholesaling. Now we're buying fish from all over. Yeah. Um, but the, the bulk of our fish comes from San Diego. My father, uh, my brother-in-law, my sister, my mother run the operation over there. Awesome. We have our own swordfish boat that specializes in just swordfish. Okay. And that's a seasonal product that runs from like July through December, January. Um, and, and, but in the meantime, we buy fish from, uh, you know, Mexico. And it's all amassed we, in, uh, in San Diego. We offload tuna boats. Uh, we buy local urchin, we buy local rockfish, uh, sheep's head, as much as we can. Yeah. Um, from the locals or from, you know, up, up, up and down the coast. Right. Um, and we amass it there all in San Diego, and then we, we ship most of it on our own trucks two, it, two, two to three days a week. Right now, my father is driving it back and forth, my 73-year-old father. Oh, my goodness. That's what he wants to do, right? Yeah. Now. It's a quality it. control type of thing, too, yeah. you know, like us being in charge of the handling from – you know the boats to the processing to the via, like the transport yeah. all of it and then we've got Juan up at our processing facility here who basically is quality control he touches all of the fish and makes sure the quality is there before it gets sent out to our restaurants and all the other places we purvey in the valley how many times a week do it now are there two trucks that go halfway point and then no we've, we've we used of, to do that yeah we've, we've yeah. gone to where it just the truck is so full we because we used to be able to hand unload it, right? Or just swap the trucks. But now what we do is it just comes over and back in one day. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. you father, get to see your dad. Yep, sometimes for about seven minutes. For about seven <laughs> minutes. <laughs> I'm out of here. While we unload the truck, he's kind of nocturnal when he yeah. gets out. Uh, he gets it, yeah. At night, and then he gets over about five o'clock. Oh my god! He, he was there before I was this morning. Dawn. 
they unloaded him. He was there at five. He was unloaded by five twenty. He was out the door, back to San Diego. He he used to be for 20, 25 years. His profession he was a, he was a pilot. Okay, a long haul like you know airline pilot. Okay, so you know sitting in a seat for twelve hours is nothing. He likes it. This is what keeps him going. This is yeah, his he, drive, we, his passion. We asked him what he yeah. wanted to do, and this is what he said he wanted. I want to drive do. fish yeah. back and forth. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. You want to retire? And so he yeah. take some time we, off. We got, we got a new van. He's got a new van. And Great. Yeah, yeah. I know that drive very well because when I had owned Pita Jungle out in San Diego, it was the same. I'd get up at three in the morning and drive out there to make sure I could like you know serve lunch. Yeah, it was absolutely <laughs> crazy. So okay, so we, we've got that process down. In 2015 is when this started yeah, yeah. absolutely okay yeah. we went to the market we started selling fish and bagels like they said and we started and then we opened up uh we got the little space over in roosevelt and we opened up what four days a week or three days a week in the beginning four days a week four days a week we were the end of october 2016 is when we opened so um yeah, we really just needed a, how, a place to house the wholesale, and we found Rosie. We call Chula Scottsdale Rosie because it's on Hayden and Roosevelt. Yeah. Uh, and we housed our entire operation out of there, um, which is that's really kind of where the family mentality started to come into play. Um, right. Just all of us working so close together in this tiny spot um, really just showed, you know, the passion behind all angles of what we were doing. Um, and then in 2019 is when we all split. We took the warehouse up to the air park, um, or the wholesale up to the air park, and yeah. then we opened the Chula Uptown. A lot of the thought process was though that you know we needed a, we needed a place to house the wholesale. Yeah. In the beginning, we were just cutting it over there and taking it straight to the customers. We wanted to control a little bit more, so we got that spot. And then the thinking was let's sell the excess stuff from the market. And do a couple of poke bowls. Yeah. And then it just kind of took off. And you just saw it just kind of blow up after yeah. a while. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. We found out there wasn't enough extra to keep up with the restaurants. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. So so who came knocking on your door and said, hey, I'm going to put you in Uptown? Or were you guys out searching at that point? We had been searching. For a long um, time. You know, we, had, we were very close to a deal at 16th Street and Bethany. Yeah. Um, and we were like moments away from signing this deal when it just wasn't right. It just didn't feel right, like the right relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when, you know, we always said, like, sometimes the best deal you make is the deal you don't make. 100%. And that was that one. Because what happened, what dropped in our lap after we dropped that was Uptown came calling and said, yeah. hey, I've heard you've been looking in our neighborhood. We have mm-hmm. something for you. I said, well, I'm not going to pay your price. you got to pay my, come down to my price. Yeah. He's like, we don't care. We want you. Wow. And we made a great deal. Deal, deal they were happy with, a deal we're super happy with. Yeah. Um, and it's a great relationship. John and I grew up in that neighborhood. Speaks so volumes for, the street yeah. for, so yeah. for us. It was high school like going across home. the street, both of us. Too. Yeah. yeah. We went to Central. I went to Brokey right It's like, there. I've come back home. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. kind of how it felt. Yeah. And we were definitely received very well at Uptown. Um, you know, it, it felt like instant success to a lot of people, but they don't know that we were working 16-hour days and seeing, like, Four customers in a day of yeah. Rosie when we started. Right, know? right. Like, you know, the, the, nobody saw those moments when no. we sat there going, I sure hope some people show up. Somebody's today. coming in. Hey, <laughs> yeah. can you stay and talk for a little bit? Exactly. Right, yeah. yeah. Well, I used to work, like, he used to be out doing deliveries for wholesale. Yeah. Wanted to be, remember. like, cutting fish, and I'd be up in the front and be like, okay, 
then Juan would go home in the middle of the day because he's working part time. Right. And I'm like, okay, I got to cook. I got to do the dishes. I got to run the front. Uh, yeah. I, I did the and then he would show up and like save me, right? The dinner time was coming. And, well, when I first know. heard about you guys and I started going in there, like you were all in there. Yeah. I mean, all just Every cranking day. away at the same time. Yeah. 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 You know, we were open four days a week, but we were in there six days a week. Yeah. Because wholesale's always open. I mean, it's just never, never really closing. We, we're closed on Sundays. Yeah, but we do Sunday runs more often than probably any company right. in this valley does because we care about our customers. We really love to deliver on service. Yep. And that's where it always goes back to people for me. It's like great fish can be had, um, but great fish with great service and care yep. isn't everywhere. And we wanted to show that it, it can be everywhere, and we're the people that can bring it. can do it. That's great. So, so Mandy, I see you have the Arizona flag with yeah, the, yeah. the Chula fish on there. and. I want you to just kind of explain what the importance is of Arizona to, you know, to you and localness. And, and I, when people walk in, they can see a lot of local vendors that you guys yeah. support and sell. Yeah. You know, I think uh, just kind of more touching on the swordfish side of it. Um, we're so proud of how we, uh, the swordfish that we purvey from how it's harvested from the water to um, how we process it from from literally from the water to plate to, it is um, everything is done the right way. And I feel so comfortable and proud of that product because I know we're doing it right. There's yeah. no gray area of what we're doing. And that's why it feeds into, we have the Arizona flag uh, with the swordfish in it instead of the star, because it's the star of our, of our business. Yeah. Um, it's kind of, you know, what brought us here to this place right now. And, um, we have a local connection to a boat. We're not just a another seafood broker uh, without a story. Like this is our story. And we're passionate about it. So, um, with that being said, you know, bringing the fresh fish over to the desert, um, we really just saw the local community. And there's so many local products and purveyors to that have great seasoning salts and hot sauces and yeah. things that marry well with seafood and um, you know farmer small farmers and bread companies and all of these Shirts. artisanal products uh, yeah t-shirts yeah. everything yes. you know and it's all about the local community I told you from that's who supported us in the beginning yep. and to me I think that <laughs> it's such an essential part of our growth. And, um, you know, we're more, you know, we're, are the people within our business are super or within our company are super important, but so are everybody else. Like our big thing is education. Yeah. So we want to teach the importance along the way of, you know, buying local, supporting local, um, and really showing where the money's going to families and, um, back into the Arizona, um, economy. So it's it very easy to start with local products because Honestly, a lot of those people I went to high school with, yeah, yeah. worked with in the business. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, we knew. Yeah. Uh, Katino, Jacob, Jacob Katino yeah. and I used to work together at True Food for a while. That's great. Um, we used a Slavo salt seasoning. Him and I went to high school together. A tiny little chef. Her, her little brother was one of my best friends yeah. growing up. So, to me, it was like, I was just calling my friends going, you guys got some cool stuff. Yeah. We're doing tr cool stuff. Like, we should be in partnership together. Um, and I never really thought about it as like, oh, we have to be local. We have to do this. Just kind of organically support. became that yeah. because we wanted to support the people yeah. we know and we like. Um, and they're doing really cool stuff in they this are. town. They you are. Know I mean? That's and it's small about. operations, too. So you still get that relationship. It's not, you right. know, a salesperson coming in. It's you're buying directly from the owner or the operator. And 
Um, it's, I mean, and then their products speak for themselves too, and just elevate the whole product and of, of what we're doing. It's so much more fun to work with your friends, right? I mean, it's, yeah. it, 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 it's great. And, and, you know, thank you guys for, you know, working with me. It took yes. some time, but we figured it Absolutely. out and, you know, I'm, I'm local as well. It's yes. cool. And so it's that synergistic sort of, um, Absolutely. dichotomy, um, future plans. What can you share? Um, what are you guys looking at on the horizon? We need some lunch later. Today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, what's coming uh, up? What's coming tri- up right tri- now question. is um, <laughs> we if if not we're expanding at Uptown. Okay, uh, so we're about to yeah. you know um, knock down part of the brick wall at our Uptown location and add uh, a bar program and cool. um, a full patio. So um, with that being said, that'll kind of be. Um, what Chula will look like moving forward, I awesome. believe. So um, when we search out other locations, uh, that's kind of what we're going to map off, map it after. Yeah, so. yeah, that's yeah. great. I'd say you know we're definitely in growth mode. Yeah, of the mindset of we want to do more, um, and we're looking at properties constantly. It's yeah, something I actually enjoy doing and seeing everything that's out there. Um, and you know, I, we have nothing, uh, nothing inked at this point. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, you know, not too far from here is what comes next. I love it. So. <laughs> 30 seconds and Shay. Yeah. Uh, very cool. <laughs> All right. So I would love that. He lives right there. Bobby. So. I've got some rapid fire questions. You you can all take them, or right. one of you can take them, or this and that. It's just a lot of fun. Um, what would you rather do? Go bird watching or watch Netflix? Bird watching. Well, I, so I want to go bird watching with his dad. His dad's a bird watcher. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is he really? I'm not sure that's what I want to do, though. Yeah. Uh, he wants to go Netflix. But I, but I don't really want to do Netflix either. Yeah. <laughs> Um, You're I love us. looking at birds as long as they're over the ocean. That's okay. it. It's like, where are the location okay. of the birds? Where are we? Where are we located? Well, I'm not good at this game. <laughs> Hogan, if you're not working, what are you doing? If I'm not working, what am I doing? Yep. Uh, with my kids. Okay. Beautiful. Uh, doing homework, reading. Yeah. I, I love to read. I read a lot. Okay. Um, but I have a nine-year-old and a six-year-old. Yep. They're such an awesome age right now that I really enjoy just being around my kids, whatever. I love that. Um, Cheetos or Doritos? Cheetos. Doritos. Ooh, two Cheetos, one Doritos. <laughs> I like all the pink. I like Cheetos, but the stuff on my hands is. Yeah, it's a it's a little much. Um, a staycation, or would you ra- rather travel somewhere? Vacation. Travel. Take me away, Calgon. Uh, early to bed, early awake, or the opposite? Mm, I'm a night owl. Night owl. I'm <laughs> early as possible, uh, and I'm. I'm, I'm fighting my kids whether I can stay up later than them. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, can you go to bed I, now? Because dad's, dad's ready to I have to go no to bed. problem late, late in the summer. One time, she, I remember a, long, a couple years ago, she goes, I go, I'm going to bed. She goes, it, late in the summer. She goes, it's still light outside. And I said, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm a 4 a.m. starter. I like so to get my, my day going. 5.30 for her now. 5.30 for me yeah. now. The wiener dog wakes me up. It takes yeah. me a minimum of three hours to get my mind straight before I can start my right, day. So. Right, right. Yeah, sunrise, <laughs> sunset for my wife and I. That's awesome. Um, Fletch or Beverly Hills Cop? Oh, Fletch. Oh, that's hard. <laughs> I'd have to go Beverly Hills. Yeah, I don't know. Star Wars or Star Trek? Uh, yeah. Star, Star Wars. Wars. Okay. That's not even a... 
Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's not even the same. <laughs> if so we I said lo- Star Trek, love, what would have happened? Floor <laughs> goes out. I love George Takai. George Takai is good. He's amazing. Yes. All right, final question, and then I'll let you guys go. Um, very important question. What do you believe exists? Is it the uh, Megalodon shark or is it Bigfoot? <laughs> Bigfoot. But, so I don't – I'd say both. But the possibility is the Megalodon shark because you there's – there's so much undiscovered stuff under the ocean that, I mean, no one knows what's yeah. going on down there. Right? Nobody knows. It's kind of so what I'm I'd thinking. have to say Megalodon, even though I'm a big, big, I like Bigfoot a lot. Bigfoot, <laughs> I don't know that's hard. I kind of feel the same way. I think Bigfoot existed at some point, or maybe still does. I, uh, but I, I'm, I, I'm the same Megalodon. thing with the ocean. Like, uh, uh, the ocean's just so much bigger than what we can yeah. comprehend. And I think there's just so much in there that we, we don't know about. Well, it's crazy. They know more about space than they know about the ocean. ocean. Yeah. Right. You know what we'll, I mean? We'll, and it's like, we'll, we pull stuff out of fish before. Like, I'm sure someone knows what it is, but like, remember all the. the, the oh, yeah. These guys that work on the boats full time, yeah. taking stuff out of fish constantly, they're like, never seen that thing before. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't the, know what that is. I'm the like, aliens live is. down in the ocean. That's, yeah, I think uh, that's yes. talking about, we're talking yeah. about like clear jellyfish. Yeah, they don't have bones. Don't right. they, they have shape. I mean, it's like. Because swordfish are deep water stuff. fish. Yeah. So they are down Jelly there eating it. all of the stuff that we don't see. And then we bring them up and we harvest it. And that's where we. See, I, lot, yeah. Lots of cool stuff just interesting. Washing up like an oarfish just washed up in California. Like really, really long oarfish. Yeah. And then one. The anglerfish in California. That's very rare. See, I knew this question would get me all like, oh, I'm, no. I'm a huge yes. like, Discovery Channel. So, totally. Like, yeah. I asked our captain, or I've never seen our captain get in the water. <laughs> yeah. 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 I asked him why. He goes, you don't know what's down there. You don't know what's down there. <laughs> well, where can, um, where can everybody find you? I know you have social media stuff all over the place. So what's yeah. the best places? So Instagram's our big one, uh, just at Chula Seafood. And... Um, and we've got our wholesale operation now that Juan's actually running. It's at Chula Wholesale. Cool. Uh, so you can kind of see the new species coming in. And um, Juan just is very passionate and eloquent about uh, the seafood that we have. So it's fun. To, it's a fun account to follow. Great. So, yes. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for Thanks, coming and hanging out. Yeah, yeah. thank yeah. you. It's been great. Yes. So that's a, another edition of the Bar Restaurant Podcast, uh, sponsored by myself, uh, Bar and Restaurant Insurance, and Local 480. Uh, if you get a chance, please give me a five star because all three of them said to do it. And uh, <laughs> thank you for listening. Until next thank time. Thank you.